Psalm 100, a psalm for giving thanks. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pastures. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. The word of the Lord. When war broke out in Israel recently, it created a lot of chaos and uncertainty, not just for the Israelis, but for a lot of the tourists and groups who were touring the land. Uh, this included Alex Anzalone's parents, who were there on a tour in Israel along with a, another group. Uh, commercial flights were canceled. They were stuck. They couldn't get home. And so he publicly, he's a linebacker for the Detroit Lions, he publicly asked everyone to pray that his parents would make it home safely. And by God's grace, they did. And this is what he posted online. It's been a scary, anxiety-filled several days, but my parents are headed home safely. So many people to thank, but I know this, God is good. God is good. That's the refrain we hear from people when a prayer is answered, when things are going their way. Someone who is a believer will say, God is good. That comes from our text, verse 5. Let's read it out loud together. For the Lord is good, and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Psalm 107 says something similar. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. God's goodness is a familiar thing to Jews and Christians who are familiar with Scripture, but it was a rather controversial claim to say God is good back in ancient times. Because all of the pagan people around Israel worshipped gods who would never be described, or rarely so, as good. They were angry, they were unpredictable, they were unforgiving, they were exacting, they needed to be appeased, so frightened people would offer regular sacrifices just in hopes of staying on the good side of their gods. But the God of the Bible is so different. All through Scripture, we're told the Lord is good. John explains it like this. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. So if, if light is good and darkness is evil, God is all light and evil is no light. Evil is an absence of God, just as darkness is the absence of light. God is light, God is life, God is good. And because He's good, He never does anything evil or wrong. It would contradict His character. Holiness, righteousness, justice, that's a part of who God is. That's how He conducts Himself, because He's good. 
We see God's goodness in the very first chapter of Scripture. In Genesis 1, God is creating the whole world day by day. And what word is used repeatedly to describe what God made? Good. The light was good. The dry ground was good. The plants were good. The sun, moon, and stars were good. The birds and all the fish were good. All of the animals were good. And after creating everything, he stood back and said, everything is very good. Seven times it's declared all of what God made is good. Because to display his own goodness, God created a good and beautiful world. He created life. He created beauty. He created color. He created variety. He created joy. He created love. He created harmony. Everything God made was good, beautiful, and perfect because God is good, beautiful, and perfect. In fact, all of these characteristics testify to the fact that God made this world. I just saw recently a picture of the landscape of, of, of Mars. There's no color. There's no life. There's no joy. There's no love. There's no variety. There's no life that we can tell. Why is it that Earth has all of these things? I'm sure it all just happened to be that way. What a horrible way to describe what God has made. God made all of this, and that's why it is filled with life, color, joy, variety, love. Without God, you would expect none of these things. If this world just evolved from nothing, there would be none of this. If there was any life at all, it would be short, miserable, and brutal. That's what we would expect. But that isn't what we have. Because there's a good God behind it all. And that's why we're gathering today to give Him thanks. God is good. He created all things good. And He wants us to enjoy His good things. Which is why on days like today, it's not hard for us to gather and create long lists of things that we are really thankful for. Doesn't mean life is perfect for us. Life isn't perfect for anyone. We face difficulties and trials and hardships just like anyone. But in the background of all of that, there is a good God working for our good. Paul writes in 1 Timothy 4, For everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. But that's our problem. We don't always recognize God's good gifts and we don't thank Him for them. Jesus says in John 3, God is light, referring to Himself. God's light came into the world, but people loved the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. This was true throughout the Old Testament when God's people rejected Him to worship and serve other gods. They lost sight of God's goodness and His love and His faithfulness. So do we, don't we? It's so easy to just get caught up in living life to take all of God's good things for granted that we don't even show up for Thanksgiving Day anymore. And if we do, we don't always feel so thankful. We just take it all for granted. We, we feel entitled to all of this goodness somehow. 
We go our own way. We forget all about God. And, and God knows that about us. It's so predictable to Him. That's the sinfulness of the human heart. To wander and to stray. But rather than annihilating us, rather than just starting all over, kind of like He did with Noah and the flood, God instead chose to redeem. He chose the long and difficult road of forgiving and redeeming us from sin. So He came after us. He came down into our world so He could know us, forgive us, love us, show us the way, and ultimately pay the price for sin that we owe. He doesn't want anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance and faith. Yet rather than being thankful for this great and good God who has gone so far out of His way to rescue, to forgive, to redeem, to make a way for us, people complain and they're angry and they say, why doesn't every road lead to heaven? We want to pick our own road. We want to pick our own gods. And we demand we still get to go to heaven. Talk about ingratitude. Rather than being thankful that there is a way, we insist on more. That's the sinfulness of the human heart. That's the nature of sin. But our text says, For the Lord is good and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. It's out of His goodness and grace that He gives good gifts to His children. God forgives, He redeems, and He pours blessing upon blessing upon blessing into all of our lives. He wakes us up in the morning. He puts food on our table. We have clean water to drink out of our faucets. He blesses us with just the right amounts of sunshine and rain. He blesses us with abundant power and electricity. We have vehicles that take us wherever we want to go, and we get to live in a peaceful community. Amazing. And then we have days like today set aside to help us remember where all of that comes from. It's from a good God. God is a gift giver. He calls us to be gift givers. God calls us to be like Himself. We are called to be like God. Just as God provides for His children, we provide for our children. And we like to give good things to our kids and we want to see them appreciate those things and enjoy them. But if our goodness is limited only to a small circle of those who are related to us, that doesn't really reflect God's lavish love because the Bible says God is good even to His enemies. God sends the rain and the sunshine on the just and the unjust, on the wicked and those who love Him. So we need to do the same. If Jesus lives in our hearts, we're called to love as He loves. Lavishly. Generously. Indiscriminately. We don't wish evil on anyone. We want them to know God's goodness like we have known it. So, who is it in your life that you can be good to? Who is it that God's placed in your path that you might 
say or do something in such a way that they see God's goodness in and through you. That's the goal. The reason we're giving thanks today is found in our text. Let's read it together one more time. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let's pray. Good God, we thank You for waking us up today. Thank You for allowing us to experience Your goodness that's on display all around us. Lord, help us to see every good thing as a gift from You. Thank You for watching over us. Thank You for guiding us. Thank You for hearing and answering our prayers. Give us patience and understanding when You don't answer our prayers just the way we would like. Drive out darkness in us, O God, and replace it with Your light and Your life. Give us the privilege of loving and serving others like You love and serve us. And everywhere we look, may we see and experience Your goodness. For Jesus' sake, Amen.